0: Hi, I'm Sarah Noble, your host for the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. For over 25 years, I've been on a spiritual journey, searching, learning, expanding, and growing. I've traveled the world, led by my heart, on a quest to know myself so that I can support others. This podcast was created from my deep desire to help you connect with your intuition and to inspire you to create a life where the impossible becomes possible and you live into your sacred dreams and desires. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. Hello, my loves. Welcome to the show today. I am away this week with my kiddos in the Oregon Dunes, camping and exploring, and then headed to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And so I felt called to play a repeat episode for you. And this is not just because I'm away. It's also because Katie, the caller in this podcast, has been dancing through my dreams and been on my mind lately. And so I wanted to reshare this with you as it feels it's asking to be in your ears again and in your lives and out in the world. It's a beautiful episode and touches on spirit guides and all the unseen world and how to cope when you're moving through a big life event. And I just really, this call is dear to my heart and Katie, I love you and know you're doing well on your adventure so, before we get into the call, I did just want to announce that I have launched a school called Alchemy, and this is a school for the soul. It teaches all about intuition, expansion, why you're here, how to live a life of possibilities, to live into your dreams, to live from this place of your inner knowing connected so deeply to your intuition that... You just are lit up and able to navigate your life in a beautiful way that supports you and the planet. As you know, I just love teaching about intuition, the ancient mysteries, shamanic traditions, all the magical wisdom that is available to us. And as the school unfolds, there are mentorship opportunities, there are self-paced programs, there will be group calls, group classrooms, lots of fun and exciting things for you to explore your intuition and what it means to be a soul on a journey. And as a first offering of Alchemy is a self-paced mini course. This is a complimentary course. And it takes you through a creation practice. It is designed to awaken your soul, to help you understand how to connect with your intuition more deeply. There's ceremony, ritual, journeying, meditation, and it's all available to you as my gift. There is a link in the show notes, so please... Go ahead and sign up, and as the year unfolds, there will be many more opportunities made available. So, my loves, here is our episode for this week. Enjoy. Welcome back to the show. Excited to be here with you today with a really beautiful and deep tender call with Katie, who is here Looking for meaning in a big event that is happening in her life, and also wanting to really be connected with her spirit guides as she gets deeper on this spiritual journey for herself. This call brings up the topics of spirit guides, spirit animals, angels, archangels, all the unseen support that we have in the world with us and a little exercise on how you can connect in more deeply with your guides, a little meditation for you. We also look at giving and receiving and how we overgive, and yet live in scarcity day in, day out, and how we can create a better relationship with this for ourselves. We touch on past lives and future lives. We also spend a little time exploring how our deepest wounding, the things that we try so desperately to hide from the world, are actually the key to living our dreams and fulfilling our purpose in this lifetime. So enjoy my call
1: with Katie. Hi, Katie. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Hi, Sarah, Um, I'm really um, happy to be here. I uh, have a recent, well, yeah, recent breast cancer diagnosis. And unfortunately, it's a recurring diagnosis. Um, I also had a um uh, episode, I should say in 2018, and it was very minor stage zero and went through minor treatment and then it's reoccurred. And now it's like the big guns, you know, I had the double mastectomy, the chemo. And, um, I guess it's putting me into a place where I'm really curious about what's, um, the meaning of it. I, I do think there's a meaning it's, um, And I also am curious about um, my spirit guides that curiosity keeps popping up. So I'd like to kind of explore that a little. So I guess meaning, and then the spirit guides is where I'd like to go. Okay, well, thank you for sharing that.
0: And I'm holding you close. It's a, a big journey for this life. And I love that you are getting curious about the spiritual nature of it as well, and honor you for that. You're choosing to show me a past life initially as we're connecting, and it's a past life where you are being burned at the stake. Mm -hmm. So in the image, you are a fierce fighter, like you are not going down quietly. You're still Shouting your message, you're still like it's like every word has to count, and you're going to say them until the moment that you can't say them anymore. There's this huge passion in you to really help people awaken and to not allow injustice, and it's very, very strong. I feel it in my whole body. So, how does when I when I describe this to you and say that to you, how does that resonate with your life today?
1: I wasn't expecting that, but um, (laughs) 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 but as you were saying it, I felt like all puffed up, and I'm actually crying because the the image I have is my oldest daughter, who was the person I loved, and um, she's here with me during this time, and. yeah, I feel very fierce at the moment, very power, very strong. Even though I'm going through all these medical things, it does make I do feel strong and fierce. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm also at I'm 58 and I'm kind of at a turning point in my life. It feels like you, know, you go from taking care of everybody else to kind of a new phase of your life where you figure out what's really important to you.
0: Yeah, and you're really being sort of put in a place that your self-care and your love of yourself has to become paramount in your life as you're
2: walking this path you're on. Yes. How are you embracing that? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm really
1: embracing it. Um, yeah, physically I've had to, and, um, I'm not a very public person, but I have reached out to people and kind of told them what's going on. And the outpouring of love has been amazing. Just cards and flowers and meals and words of encouragement. And um so I'm I'm really allowing myself to receive that. That's very different from being the giver to now the receiver. And um, uh, you know, it's like I can't, I um physically, I need to accept the help. And um, I I do feel like my heart is opening through this process.
2: Yeah, as
0: you land with that, that your heart is opening that actually, as you were talking, I was getting the sensation in my chest and of that opening. And so, you know, our breasts as women are right uh, on the sides of our heart chakra, like that is where it shines through and out. And, you know, I'm I'm getting that idea that when we nurse our children, right, we're nursing them from our breasts, we're giving we're of our body, we grow them babies in our body, it's the ultimate giving of everything we have to bring forward new life and to create. And I am tuning in with this sensation of how you have been such a giver
2: to the point where it's depleted you.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. And yeah, so your soul
0: is giving you this opportunity to learn something different. So what's coming up is this idea of life lessons. And when We come here as a soul. We choose life lessons. We typically have a primary life lesson. And then we're usually working on at least a secondary. Some of us have a third one that we're working on as well. And I'm really getting the sense that for you, uh, a life lesson is around giving and receiving. You know, so a lot of people have the need to learn to receive, but for you, it's even more where it's connected in with this life lesson. And we learn life lessons just the way our world works, oftentimes through opposites. So you have been on this end of the giving, giving, giving part. And now you are really being called at a soul level to be on the receiving And it's so beautiful that you are really like living that, like by reaching out to people, I can't imagine that that was easy when you started. And you're allowing yourself to receive, which is just huge. And you're you're working that other side of this life lesson that your soul came here to learn. So what are other ways that you can open yourself to receive? Like, where do you see, I guess, sorry, that's a confusing question. Cause what I really want to see is where do you see yourself not receiving?
2: Hmm.
1: I think I, um, there are a few more people I need to reach out to, um, that have just keep popping up in my mind. It's interesting. There are a couple people that have not reached out that are really close friends of mine. And I feel like I need to connect with them. Not, not in a critical way, but just kind of a curiosity. What I'm interested in
0: and curious about is where are the places that you don't let yourself receive?
1: Mm-hmm. What comes to my mind is I was a stay-at-home mom for over 20 years and put on my, left my career when I had kids. And now I'm re-entering. Um, as a coach and um, so I guess it's in receiving allowing myself to create this business and to kind of follow my passion and live out my purpose through the career and it's kind of like I'm still in between my youngest is still 16 and of course kids always need you but she's still young but it's kind of allowing myself to receive the gifts and to live out the gifts I've been given to set up my coaching business. Yeah.
0: Cause we can always find a whole lot of excuses of why we're not doing what we want to do. And I say that from my own experience,
2: <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> I'm with you on that. And, and yet that, that thing, that passion, that purpose that we're here is going to keep calling us. It's, you know, it's sort of, it's that hero's journey where we are being called by spirit to do the thing that just lights us up. And Mm -hmm. is here to give to the world. And when we refuse that call, that voice gets louder and louder. And part of the hero's journey, you know, the first two steps, the first one is, um, is hearing the call And then the second step is refusal of the call. Like we go through that where we're not willing to step into it yet, but then we, we do, we finally, the call gets so loud that we can't ignore it any longer and we have to do it. And it feels like that's that space you're in where it's you, you have to now, like there's no way to, to stop.
1: Yes. Yeah, so my first career was business, more business related, because I wanted to be able to support myself and um, achieve. And this is more following my heart,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: coaching. And so, yeah, it's allowing myself to pursue that path.
2: And as you're you're saying that, like. I'm feeling
0: lighter. And there's this, mm-hmm. like, it's almost like someone turned the light on or though the, the light in the, my room did not change, but everything got brighter. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be part of your healing journey as well. Like there's the physical part and then there's the spiritual emotional part that by really embodying your work that you're here to do,
2: you're going to, include that in your healing journey. Mm-hmm. So one of the other things you had asked about was your spirit guides. Yes. And so what like what would you like to know? What's what's your question around that?
1: Well I'd like you to see them and tell me what they are <laughs> <laughs> Little humor there. Um, I do. It's interesting in following what we've talked about. Really opening my heart. It, um, it is an uh, keeping the heart open. And so I imagine. You know, it's interesting. Like uh, my intuition tells me, like that a butterfly is a spirit. One of my spirit guides. And a uh, um, hummingbird. And then I keep getting the name Maxwell. So that's kind of where I am. Okay, so that's beautiful. So what you so your butterfly
0: and hummingbird mm-hmm. are spirit animals, uh-huh. And the butterfly is significant of transformation. Mm. and so you you're going through a transformation. And hummingbird is, oh, I love hummingbird. I um am trained in shamanic. Mythology and practices. And hummingbird is one of the main archetypes of the shamanic traditions. And what hummingbird teaches us is to take the epic journey, to follow our heart with wild abandon, not stopping to ask, how do I have enough money? Do I have enough time? Wait till my children are right out and you know, leaving for college. Hummingbird migrates thousands of miles because the call happens and it's time to go. And she never stops and asks, will there be enough food? Will there be land for me to rest? She just takes flight and trusts. Wow. Yeah. So
2: I love hummingbird (laughs) and she's with you. Uh, Wow. It's neat. She was
1: my mother's favorite. And so I've kind of adopted her from my mom. So that's really powerful.
2: Mm,
1: Yeah. And
0: when I feel into Maxwell, he's... Maxwell is here to help you open your heart. That's his primary purpose for you right now. So the more that you lean into your relationship with him and with yourself
2: it's it's all around opening your heart wow like he's showing me that he's got your back like you can
0: trust you can he's holding his hand at the back of your heart so he's saying like i'm supporting you i'm back here and he's very um strong and Mm -hmm. soft at the same time like he's a gentle giant is the way that i see him and he's um so truth and trust live in
2: the heart and he's holding his hand to show you that he's got you it's beautiful Mm -hmm. yeah it feels really lovely You have some very
0: powerful unseen friends working Mm -hmm. with you (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's interesting too. I have two butterflies. One is yellow and the other is blue, like a beautiful
2: electric blue. Mm -hmm. So you sound, you know, like knowing that they're there, you have this
0: intuitive ability that is um, open in you. Like to be able to sense them and know them, see them, connect with them. Like that part of you is there and is open. We all are intuitive. We just close it down because of life and circumstances. And so it's a beautiful journey into reconnecting with that. And it sounds like you're, you know, you're well on your way on that journey.
1: Yes, yeah, it feels like it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so interesting is um, in all the meditations I do and all the, when I try to find feelings in my body, I've always feel them in my heart, you know, rarely ever in my stomach, sometimes in my throat, but it's interesting that that's where the cancer was and that's what my mission is now, to open my
2: heart. When you say when you feel your feelings, like, tell me a little bit about that. So if someone says, you know,
1: um, you know, in coaching, if somebody has a sensation, you know, can you describe the sensation, where are you feeling it in your body? I always feel it in my chest and it's usually on the left side, like it's, Mm -hmm. and it's usually a tightening. Um, And, but it's really interesting is I don't so much feel that anymore from the last three or four months since my surgery. But not related to my surgery. I think it's more related that, you know, it's like we hold things in our tissues. Yeah. Yeah. There's such emotional wisdom
0: that lives in the body. Mm-hmm. But we just haven't really been taught as a society how to access. I think that it's becoming more known. There's a lot more somatic work and awareness happening. Yes. Mm-hmm yeah they're they're inviting you to go deeper with that practice. Mm-hmm. So now that the the heart or whatever those emotions were that were sort of stuck in the heart or have been released through your diving in, right? Like really beginning this journey and being on this journey of processing, their invitation is to go deeper, that there is more in your body that you just, is just beyond your awareness. What, like when you do your meditations and you, you do your different practices, how much embodiment and really like getting into your body are you doing?
1: Quite a bit. Yeah, quite a bit. It's been a journey for me. I've not always been like that. Yeah. Me either. So, yeah, it started with yoga, really learning to be more in the body. So yeah, their
0: invitation, they want you to really go deep. They want you to have an emphasis on that practice. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like for you, whatever calls to you, whichever teachers are coming to your awareness, Mm -hmm. really go deep into your body there's that's part of your healing as well like they're showing me your toenails and they're like we wanted to even get to know her toenails wow (laughs) from the inside out (laughs) not just at the salon getting a pedicure
1: yeah
0: (laughs) was there anything else I can support you with today No, that was awesome, Sarah. Thank you so much. Mm, You're so welcome. Thank you for bringing such a big and beautiful topic.
1: That was beautiful.
2: Yeah.
0: I appreciate you and all the work you're doing for yourself and the world. Well, thank you. Thank you to Katie for showing up today with such a vulnerable subject and for really being open to going into it with me. I appreciate you, Katie. And I love the topics that this conversation has brought up. And so first, I'd love to talk about spirit guides because it's a favorite of mine as so many things are. This idea of unseen support that is always around us if we choose to open our feelings, sensitivities, our perception that extends beyond our body and really allows us to take in and perceive information that we tend to just habituate out because we haven't been taught how to use those parts of our senses It's not just guides, we also have spirit animals and power animals and multidimensional beings and ETs and a whole range of other beings that are here with us. Archangels, angels, ascended masters, all the different beings that are here with us helping us to learn and experience ourselves as a human here on earth. I'd love to offer you a little practice, a little way to get in touch with your unseen help. If you can, go ahead and close your eyes. If not, you can practice this later, but just uh, close your eyes and allow yourself to arrive into your body. And then just imagine in your mind's eye, maybe like a little uh, movie playing on a screen, Imagine a step out in front of you, and this step can be made of anything. Maybe it's concrete, but maybe it's made of flowers or clouds or water. Just allow it to be however it is for you. And then go ahead and step up onto this first step of peace and tranquility and allow yourself to just be there in a little bit of altered state of dimension. And then go ahead and imagine a second step. Again, notice what you notice, however it looks for you. Just allow it to come into your awareness.
2: And then go ahead and step up onto the second step. And again, notice if there is a
0: frequency change a slight change in the way your body feels,
2: in your level of awareness or perception as you're going up in dimension. Sometimes at this
0: level, there can be something flying around you, maybe a butterfly or a
2: bird or something random like a cup. Just allow yourself to notice what you notice. And then go ahead and take one more step up and see yourself arriving in a grassy field, stretching out in front of you. Allow your senses to take in whatever is here available for you to see, hear, feel, sense, however it is for you. Just play around in this space. See who shows up. Maybe there's a question you want to ask. Maybe there's some information they want to tell you. And maybe
0: absolutely nothing is happening for you. All of that is just as it should be. Make it okay. And know that
2: It will happen when it's ready. And whenever you feel complete, you can just see yourself stepping back down onto that second step, noticing what it's made of. And then stepping down to the first step. And then just stepping back down here into your body in this dimension on earth and wiggle your fingers and toes. Open your eyes. And know that you can practice this anytime you
0: like. And the more you practice it, the easier it will be. And the more you will be able to perceive. Another topic this conversation brought up is giving and receiving And how important it is for us to do both. In the Andean shamanic traditions, there's a word, Aini. And Aini is everything in right relationship. And it is the principle and idea that giving becomes so part of receiving that the relationship becomes a circle and there is no difference there's no separation between our giving and our receiving it is all in love and all one and so as a society we tend to overgive of ourselves of our time of our energy of everything and yet in this overgiving we are we live in scarcity <laughs> there's never enough of anything And part of that is because we are not open to receiving. We live in an abundant universe that is always wanting to love us. Every single thing is about the universe loving us. We give, 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 and don't allow it to love us back. And then we feel that there's not enough of anything, when really it's just we're not receiving everything that there is to receive. Even in the times where, say for example, we don't have a lot of money today, that is actually abundance in the sense that we have a lot of not having enough. And so we have an abundance of not having. I know that might sound silly, but if you think about it, it's true. Anything that you don't have You just have an abundance of not having. And so what if you were to practice having? Just really leaning in and feeling what it would be like to have the thing that you want, to have the new job, to have the extra time, to have the relationship with your children that you so long for, to have the ability to connect with your intuition. Whatever that thing is that you feel you are lacking What if you practiced having it? What if instead of being in the abundance of lack, you're in the abundance of having? Try it out. See what magic you can create with it. Also, I just wanted to touch a little bit on past lives because that surprisingly was the first thing that came up for Katie today and how we are really connected in with our past lives and there's so much valuable information about who we were and the gifts that we have and the lessons that we have used and bring with us between lifetimes. It can be a fun experiment to just go into meditation and journey, connect in, ask to be shown a past life and see what happens. See who you were. Were you a man or a woman? What time were you living in? It's interesting. We tend to look at past lives, but what can be super fun as well is to actually go and explore your future lives. What are you doing in the future? Who are you? Again, just don't get too attached, right? We are here in this body in this time, yet it can be fun information. It can be useful as we are on this journey here in this life. Something that was Very evident in this call was how Katie was taking her wounding and taking those parts of her that she was not connected to. And she was creating a different way of being with herself, with her situation, and with her past. Our medicine, the thing that we are here to give to the world, lies in our deepest pain, in our deepest wounds. And so for those of you that are coaches like Katie, what you are here to give to the world, the thing that you are here to serve in your biggest and highest and greatest way, lies deep inside that thing that you are terrified to look at. It's in those patterns. It's in those moments that you keep hidden away. So if you are searching for what is your purpose, what is the thing you are supposed to be doing, My invitation to you is is go hunting. Get deep into that part of you that you turn away from. The part of you that you have decided is not okay to be part of your experience. Your true gifts for the world lie in the shame, in the guilt, in the anger, in those parts of yourself that you are choosing not to love. So get that flashlight, my love, and go on a hunt. What is your medicine? What is that biggest, deepest treasure that lives inside you? What is worth the risk of diving deep to be with it? Well, on that note, I leave you for today with lots of fun things to try and practice and a little adventure to go on. As always, thank you so, so much for being here. It is just such a beautiful part of my life sharing these moments with you. Namaste. Thank you for being here today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. To learn more about connecting with your dreams and your intuition so that you can create a life full of possibilities, visit me at www.themoderndayintuitive.com and see how we can create magic together. A big thank you from
2: my heart to yours for making the planet a better place for us all.